Volunteer leaders are vital to an organization like the American Angus Association. I'm Miranda Ryman, Senior Associate Editor of the Angus Journal, and I've talked with the eight candidates vying for five seats on the Board of Directors. Listen in as this clip takes us to Virginia. I'm visiting today with Paul Bennett, a fourth-generation seed stock producer from Red House, Virginia. Paul, kind of regardless of whether or not people have read your bio in the Angus Journal, could you just tell us a little bit more about yourself and your operation? Sure. Most most glad to do so. Uh, as you mentioned, I am Paul Bennett from Knollcrest Farm in a, a little tiny crossroads of Red House, Virginia in Southside, uh, Virginia. I was born and raised here. I grew up on a tobacco and cattle farm uh, through my early years. I was a typical youngster working on the farm and um, involved in 4-H and FFA uh, leadership programs and showing heifers, those kinds of things. I attended Virginia Tech in the late 70s and early 80s, graduated from there with a degree in animal science. I uh, was on the judging team there, active in the Alpha Gamma Rho fraternity, and really saw that as a great opportunity for me, probably most importantly, to develop long-term connections and relationships with people uh, that I would deal with uh, through my career. I've been married for 37 years to a wonderful and patient woman, Tracy, and we have two children. Our son, Scott, is uh, in Washington, D.C. Uh, he is uh, involved with the American Farm Bureau Federation doing their legislative work related to livestock. Our daughter, Sarah, and our son-in-law, Matt, uh, live in Lynchburg, which is just west of us here, about 30 minutes. And they are actively engaged in their young careers at this point. As you mentioned, I'm I'm a part of the third generation of a four-generation uh, family operation here. Uh, work on a day-to-day -day basis with my brothers Jim and Brian, and my nephew Dalton. Our family has been in the seed stock business since 1944. We started with Pold Herford cattle. At that time, my grandfather and father did. Uh, we added Gelfie, and then 30-odd uh, years ago, we added the Angus breed, which has become by far and away our largest uh, breed in terms of numbers and marketings on an annual basis. We do market about 400 bulls a year. Uh, our female sales are predominantly by private treaty. Uh, we have two bull sales a year, the first Friday in December and the second Saturday in April, and we also market private treaty on a year-round basis. We're really proud of the fact that uh, we have collected comprehensive performance data on all our cattle since 1963, and needless to say, things uh, that, that list of data collections has changed immensely since 1963, but we're always eager to employ new technology and um, always anxious to see what's around the corner as far as the future with respect to data that we can collect to make us better better Angus breeders. Uh, a big part of our business, needless to say, is dealing with people. And we really enjoy the opportunity 
that 400 bulls give us on a yearly basis to deal with lots of customer needs. And I guess it's the people connections that uh, probably are most important to me. And I've, I've said many times that our primary mission here at our operation is to produce and service a commercial bull trade. And really everything else we produce is a byproduct of our program. So basically I'm just saying that our focus is servicing the broader commercial industry and our ultimate end product. That really leads kind of right into my next question, um, which is what are some of the things that you think are going right in the Angus business today? Uh, they, that could take all afternoon because uh, as, as I contemplate that question, lots of things come to mind. I mean, probably initially I'd say that the AAA staff and board is is truly focused on remaining highly relevant and not resting on our laurels. And I think when we see a breed uh, gain the prominence that the Angus breed has, uh, that need to continue to feel like there's a sense of urgency in moving forward is very critical. And I, as I talk to to our the folks at the association, board members, fellow fellow members, I certainly sense that urgency to continue to push forward in an aggressive manner. Um, so, with that said, I'd say that. Uh, you know, our genetic database certainly is second to none, and I really appreciate the fact that our staff is constantly exploring new opportunities to utilize that data and and use it in a way that would assist us as breeders to create better Angus cattle. And I, I've always felt like that our association has, has done a very nice job of of understanding and servicing its highly diverse membership. Uh, as I look at uh, the, the diversity and the varying goals of Angus members around this country, uh, it becomes very apparent to me that our association must be focused on lots of things for lots of different reasons. And I feel like the the focus has been appropriate in that manner, and I sense that it will likely remain, remain that way. Certainly, the youth programs at American Angus are exceptional. Uh, they grow by leaps and bounds on an annual basis now with nearly 5,000 junior members, and um, I'm always amazed at the new creative things that are developed to help our young people develop leadership and business and life skills and really uh, create opportunities for them to cultivate cultivate a passion for, for, for agriculture and more specifically for the Angus breed of cattle. Uh, with that said, there, our Angus Foundation certainly has, has serviced lots of young folks over the years. We were really honored to to be asked to donate the 2020 Angus Foundation heifer that uh, was sold uh, at the stock show in January of 2020. Brought 65,000 going to the great folks down at 44 Farms in Texas, and I guess it was through that process that uh, I became truly aware of all that our Angus Foundation does 
and the many doors it opens for so many people, especially young people today. And then I probably kind of finish, as we talk specifically about the Angus breed, I mean, our breed promotion primarily through certified Angus beef uh, has has also grown by leaps and bounds and I think is serving our breed in a tremendous way right now. That brand is easily the most recognized and respected beef brand in the world. And as I think back to my awareness of it being developed many years ago and remembering the skepticism that revolved around the association becoming involved in a branded beef product. And then I flash flash forward to, to today and see how that brand has grown and what it has done to promote the Angus breed. It's, it's set a great example. So those would be some things that I think the Angus breed is doing great today. Uh, That doesn't mean that we don't have room for improvement, but I think that the breed is certainly positioned extremely well today to move forward into the future. All right. So it sounds like there's a long list of things that are going right. Tell me about some of the challenges that breeders are going to face looking to the future and how the association can best serve its membership. Sure. Well, I think as Angus breeders, as beef cattle producers, we have some obvious obstacles in front of us. I think, you know, we face increasing competition from the pork and poultry industries as well as other protein alternatives, uh, dealing with production efficiencies and maintaining a highly quali- high quality uh, and highly demanded product will will become an increasingly significant challenge for all of us as Angus breeders moving forward as we just try to make our product and beef in general more competitive in the marketplace. And I think that we're going to have to adapt to an ever-evolving uh, consumer. Uh, that consumer tells us that that they want different things than they did five and ten years ago, and my expectation is that we will see that continue into the future. And then as we kind of think about a a multitude of global dynamics, uh, the environment and climate change, if if it exists being being just one of those, I think that we're going to be challenged in many ways to produce a product in a production system that uh, is acceptable to our population and efficient uh, for us as producers. And I do think that our association certainly will will pay, play a role in that because as we think about uh, staying relevant and we think about adapting to change and developing new tools to enhance our competitiveness, then the American Angus Association as a breed association should play a key role in that. Um, I think we'll also be challenged to implement those revised strategies and um, in, in an effort to produce, produce and promote uh, Angus beef. Um, we're also going to have other uh, issues to deal with probably in the not-too-distant future, things like gene editing that uh, we as breeders will have to come to terms with and make decisions on as to 
how we want to utilize those as uh, an industry as a whole. If, if there's one thing we know about challenges is that challenges take good leaders to, to rise up and meet them. So tell me a little bit about your leadership style and why you think good leadership matters. Well, I certainly do believe that good leadership matters. I think that it's essential. I'd like to think that my style is pretty simple. There are probably some folks that would uh, would beg to disagree with me on that. But first and foremost, my goal is to be a listener. And I think it's important that as a board member, I would listen to all members regardless of whether they're my best friend who I have lots in common with, or if they're a breeder on the other side of the country that I have very little in common with, that I listen to those varying opinions and and just try to learn from those conversations and um, and then apply uh, that learning uh, in in the boardroom. Um, I think as as a board, obviously we're we're tasked with developing goals and strategies uh, that really represent a collective consensus of our membership. And I guess also with respect to leadership, I would say that I'm a big believer in transparency. Uh, and that in other boards that I've served on uh, has always been something that was extremely important to me that as boards, we be as transparent to our membership and the public as we can be. I fully recognize that there will always be a need for discretion and confidentiality in certain matters, um, but uh, transparency is very important. And of course, a basic fundamental of any uh, well well-oiled board, I think, is that consensus rules, and my goal would be to approach the boardroom with no preconceived ideas or agenda items. And um, my goal would be to learn while in the boardroom, develop consensus with other board members, and then leave the boardroom with that consensus opinion being my opinion uh, as I uh, address that to members uh, subsequently. I've really appreciated hearing everybody's kind of diverse perspectives on leadership. So thank you for that. Is there anything else that you would like people to know before November's annual meeting? Sure, you bet. Well, I mean, obviously, I'd like to thank our membership, the staff, and the board for the opportunity to be a candidate uh, for the board of directors at the American Angus Association. And I would certainly encourage uh, delegates or members to reach out to me prior to the convention. I'd be more than glad to answer any questions that anyone has, address any concerns, and, um, you know, just increase my level of awareness uh, of what our membership uh, is is needing. And I'd also like to say that I'm really honored to be a part of an excellent slate of candidates. And if uh, if elected, I, I would certainly pledge my time, thought, and energy to serving the best interest of all Angus breeders and members. So I look forward to seeing everyone in Fort Worth. I'm excited uh, about this challenge and the opportunities to meet and uh, meet a lot of people and uh, be engaged moving forward. Thank you much. Yeah, well, thank you so much for 
both giving us your time today and also I know that uh, serving on a board is a time commitment for everyone involved. So even putting your name up for consideration, we appreciate all of you that have have decided to throw your name name up there for consideration. So thank you, Paul, and we'll look forward to people getting to know you better uh, next month. Elections will take place during the annual business meeting, Monday, November 8th. To hear all board candidate interviews, visit angusjournal.net. For a full list of delegates and business items, visit angusconvention.com. Reporting for the Journal, I'm Miranda Ryman.